This episode of Running the Dream, the podcast, is proudly brought to you by Run Detroit. Run Detroit is Detroit's specialty shop for all things running and walking. Located in the Midtown neighborhood, they provide weekly run groups, track workouts, shoe fittings, and advice for runners and walkers of all levels. Please visit their store located at 441 West Canfield Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48201. And for more information, visit their website at www.run-detroit.com and see why we love Run Detroit. Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast with your host, Luzire Boyd. Lucire, are you there? Hey, Erica, how are you today? I am well. How are you? Fantastic. I'd like to thank this is Erica Anderson. She's the owner and licensed massage therapist at Superior Massage Therapy, where they specialize in sports massages. Thank you for being on the show today, Erica. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. We got a lot going on in the United States and the whole world today, and um, everybody's taking it one day at a time. Absolutely. So, Erica, go ahead and tell the sports world about the um, different massages and different things that you have going on and where you're located and Sure. So we're located on the corner of Woodward and Sylvan. We're in Pleasant Ridge. Um, so it's kind of like right between Ferndale and Royal, and Royal Oak between nine and 10 mile road. And um, like you said, we specialize in sports massage. So most of our clients are um, either athletes in some way or active in their own time. Um, so we work with a lot of marathon runners, Ironman triathletes. We work with some Olympic weightlifters, um, aerialists. Um, I, I surprised, like I have a couple of girls who are into like pole dancing and gymnastics, those sorts of things. Um, so we really do specialize in working with people who use their bodies a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and you know, one of the things that a lot of athletes, people in general really ask is, you know, what's the difference between like a sports massage and, like if I just go to get a regular relaxation massage um, or a Swedish massage, you hear that phrase a lot. And um, so basically what it means is just that we are going to really focus our sessions on one, the areas that you tell us are giving you trouble. So uh, you, Lucire, I I saw that you went out on a trail run today. Um, so when I have an athlete come into the office like that, who tells me, Hey, I went trail running and I'm really sore. Um, you know, we really focus on the muscles that we expect to be sore. So if you are going trail running, the first thing that I think is you're on uneven footing, which means you have to use the muscles in your feet and lower legs a lot more and a lot differently from if you are out running on the road, for example. So I expect that your calves and the fronts of your shins are more sore today than they normally would be. Um, and maybe even the muscles that help stabilize your knees. So that's going to be my first thought is right. Right. Is that those are where we're going to focus your session because that's, that's what you did today. Um, so just those sorts of things are, are what we jump to immediately, right? Knowing a little bit more about what you do and how you do it. 
and therefore how we can treat your body to help. Now, what's, what's the, sweet, the sweetest massage? Um, so Swedish massage is characterized by long, sweeping, broad strokes. Um, so what that means is they're probably going to use the palms of their hands or even the, the flat side of their forearm. Okay. Um, and they're going to do broad, medium to light pressure. So, you know, nothing that's going to be too specific. They don't want to cause any pain. They want everything that they do to feel relaxing in a Swedish massage. Okay. Interesting. Whereas what we do, we do use some Swedish techniques. You'll find that we do some of those broad sweeping strokes as well. Um, but a lot of what we do in the same example with you and your trail running, um, we're going to kind of dig into like the fronts of your shins where it's a little bit more tender. Um, and I'll use my thumbs and do some, um, a little more pokey uh, movements, uh, we call it friction, right? So back and forth across the muscle, um, which admittedly doesn't always feel as nice as a Swedish massage, but afterwards usually helps you recover much quicker so you can get out on your next run. Right, right. Is that, is that something like a deep massage with that? Yeah, so you hear that phrase a lot, deep tissue massage. Um, basically what that phrase means is that we'll, uh, Swedish massage, they typically only target the muscles on the surface. And with a deep tissue massage, they work on the deeper layers of tissue, right? So you have how many layers of muscle. It's different in every area of your body. With a deep tissue massage, they're going to target not just the surface muscles, but the muscles underneath. So yes, that's what we do. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And who who should who should all get the the sports massage? I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, that's a really good question, actually. So, like I said, we do specialize in working with athletes, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be training for an Ironman or a marathon in order to be one of our clients. Um, we have a lot of clients who go to the gym on a regular basis. You know, they get out of work, they go sit at their desk for a living and then they get out of work and go, you know, maybe to the gym three days a week and they're sore from those workouts. So those people come to see us as well. Um, so basically what we do is we're going to help you recover and prepare for your physical activities a little bit better than a Swedish massage where their, um, their focus is going to be relaxation Ours is muscle recovery and preparation so that you're able to get back to doing whatever it is that you like to do with less pain. Okay. How often should a person get a massage? Um, so that really varies a lot from person to person. Uh, you'll hear kind of the standard response in the massage therapy world is about once a month. Um, there's really not a whole lot of research behind that kind of information. There is no one size fits all, right? It's all about um, what your wallet can handle and what your body needs. So for me, for example, I'm training for a half Ironman and as my coach increases my load, so as I'm doing longer distances, 
I have a tendency to get a massage about every other week. And if we're maintaining load, so we're not increasing distance, we're just doing the same distance over and over again. Um, I tend to get a massage about every three to four weeks, give or take. Um, but I have clients who kind of run the gambit. I have, um, let me think, I have a dentist who has some TMJ dysfunction. And for a little while, I was seeing her once a week so that we could calm down. Her TMJ is um, your jaw, um, your temporomandibular joint. So, um, you know, we saw her once a week so that we could help calm down that joint pain. And then after we were able to get the pain to go away, um, we end up pushing out to about anywhere from every three to six weeks with her. Um, and then I have, you know, I've got an avid cyclist who I see every two weeks religiously. And um, we were closed over Christmas break. So he had to go three weeks without a session. And he said, he'll never do it again. <laughs> he'll figure it out so that he can come every two weeks, no matter what, because his body was so sore after three weeks of no massage and lots of cycling. Wow. That's interesting. Is, is there a good or bad time? Um, there is in some cases. So um, when I talk to especially new clients, I get a lot of people who are like, oh, man, I've got a big race coming up or competition or tournament, and I really want to come in and get a massage. Um, so if I've never seen a client before and they have a big tournament coming up or some kind of competition coming up, I will not see them within seven days of that competition. Okay. Uh, because I don't want to leave them sore. Getting a massage, um, depending, especially if you, if I've never worked with a client before, um, there's always a chance of being a little bit sore from body work. Um, so I don't, I don't ever recommend the first time you see a massage therapist be within a week of your competition. Um, I always like to give them at least seven days to make sure that their soreness is gone from me and they're feeling the best that they possibly can for that race or tournament at, at that starting line <laughs> correct exactly um but once you're a client of mine and understand how and if you're going to be sore so for example usually when I get a massage um I won't be sore for about 24 hours after so think like when you do a hard workout right, right. um you know the workout feels great and then you wake up the next morning and you're sore uh, so that's typically how my massages work for me when I receive one. <clears throat> I um, go in and get a massage. I'm going to feel great for the next day. I'll wake up in the morning and my muscles will be a little bit sore. They'll be sore for about two days. And then on day three after my massage is when I feel top notch. I'm ready to go run my half marathon. Wow. So I know that. If I have a race coming up, I want to get my massage three days before that race because on day three afterwards is when I'm going to feel great. And that's different for everybody. Right. Hmm, interesting. I've, I've always had massages done to me after, after my events. Yeah, I, that's a really great time to do it as well. Yeah, I never had it done right like a few days before I should try that one day. Absolutely. Um, so after events, we also recommend massage. And basically what I tell my clients is as soon as you can get in to get a massage after an event is the right time. Um, the closer, like the sooner you can get it done, the sooner you'll start feeling better and feeling the benefits of that recovery from your session. Right. So even sometimes 
um, you'll see massage therapists at the races. Um, I tell all of my clients, always take advantage of the free massage after your race or your competition, because it is going to feel amazing for one. And two, it'll help you start recovering right away. Yeah, it's been a few races I've been at that you were there and you were you were you were handling but that one race i think you were at the were you at the zoo race yeah we the were there was rain, a, a it was we had so many people under our tent just because of the rain it was crazy oh my goodness i'll never forget i was soaking wet it was only a 5k but it was like the, the, the heavens opened up on us right after. as soon as the gun went off. It was so funny. They lined everybody up at the starting line and the gun went off and it started to pour. Man, that was crazy. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was trying to get under your tent. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So we do a lot of races like that. Um, we, for the last couple of years, we've been sponsoring a lot of Epic races, um, a lot of their events. So we were going to, um, like the Tri Goddess series, we were at the Ann Arbor Marathon. We've been at, at Swim to the Moon for the last couple of years. Um, we also support some of have supported some of 3D's races, uh, three disciplines as well. So we were up at um, what's that one in like Orion? I think it's called Big Fish. Okay. Up in Orion <laughs> Township. Um, and then we also. For the last, man, three or four years, maybe, we sponsor a team called Achilles International um, at the Detroit Free Press Marathon. And Achilles International is a group that, um, it's like a, a group of, hello, did you hit mute? I don't think so. Are you still okay, there? It's back. It's back. Um, yeah, so we, we sponsor a group called Achilles International for the Detroit Free Press Marathon as well. Okay, good. And, and they are a group of, of injured athletes. Typically, um, you'll see them in the, in the hand cycles. They take off first or the athletes that are like maybe running with a prosthetic. Um, oh, goodness. yeah, they, I see them when they come out the tunnel and they, that tunnel, the heel coming out the tunnel, I don't know if you've ever seen that. They are I, really pushing hard trying to get I bet the they tunnel. are. Oh my goodness. We don't usually get to see much of the race because we're hanging out in their tent waiting for them to finish so that uh, we can work on those athletes afterwards. Uh, for all those who don't know what I'm talking about, there's a tunnel that goes from Detroit where we, we we go we run over to Canada and then we over the bridge and then we come back underneath the tunnel which goes literally underneath the Detroit River they call it the one the one mile run the underwater mile I mean they call it anyway when you see the the people with those little bikes and they're using their hands and they're paddling and it's like a uphill all the way like for maybe a probably a quarter mile trying to get out that tunnel and they're just struggling using all their strength to get out of there man i ran that and i was struggling to get out of that tunnel yes <laughs> you don't expect it either if not at all first go in you're like we going down the hill you don't realize you got to go up when you're absolutely 
great. <laughs> Man, I think there were only two big hills in that race, and it's uh, going up over the Ambassador Bridge and then coming up out of that tunnel. Yes. <laughs> and that one that you have when you're coming up um, Rivard Street going to Washington. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I walked up that one. Yeah, that one catches <laughs> They don't know that's coming. Like, oh, no, come Detroit supposed to be flat. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, with this new COVID-19 that we have in right now in the United States, everything shut down. You know, how, how is that affecting your in- industry? I'm sure it's a lot of things that's changing after this after this episode with this particular virus the united states is going to be totally different people are going to be thinking totally different ways just like they did during 911 tell me what's going on in your industry um yeah it's really interesting so um at least in the state of michigan governor whitmer asked all spas to close last week um, so you saw a lot of massage therapists close at that time. Um, and I, th- I think I've been seeing recently that they're talking about closing like nail salon, hair salon, um, basically everything in the beauty industry as well. And so I think that'll take the rest of us out. No, I need my haircuts. <laughs> I know, right? Got to get a pair of trimmers for home. Yeah, I was thinking that I, I was saying to myself, matter of fact, I was saying that this um, yesterday, I was saying to myself, you know what? If they if it comes to that, people are gonna learn how to cut their own hair and gonna end up saving money. And Absolutely. Not, and doing their own hair. Um, be interesting. Yeah, maybe the hair hair salons can do like tutorials how to cut your own hair. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few of them on um, YouTube. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so that's one thing that's coming out of this. Um, the COVID nineteen is. Uh, we like, for example, we are hoping to host some live kind of like self massage classes. Like how can you take care of yourself? Um, one of the things that we see a lot is, uh, you know, my, my clients typically are athletes and, um, it's funny when they take a break from their sport. So, you know, you finish the, finish the marathon season and take a month off. I get my clients coming in and they're like, man, I don't understand. I'm so sore and I haven't done anything. And yeah. um, a lot of times that's why they're sore because they normally run 30 miles a week and they've been just sitting on their couches. Right. So that's a lot of what we're seeing with COVID-19 is I'm hearing a lot of people complain that they're, you know, they're having more pain than they normally do. Oh, because they're not moving. Because they're not moving like they normally do. So um, my staff and I are hopefully going to be putting together some videos like how you can do some of the body work that we would do for you. Uh, Maybe how you can do it at home on your own with like a foam roller or, um, you know, a lacrosse ball, those sorts of things, whatever you might have at home. Or, um, you know, if you've got a spouse or a, a partner at home, maybe how they can help with some of that pain. So teaching just some basic massage skills um, so that you can help your, your family not feel so yucky from sitting around all the time. Yeah. So you can reduce that pain at home. Absolutely. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I know another thing with COVID-19 that um, 
a lot of small businesses, us included, have been um, asking if you've got a small business that you really want to support and, and get them through this tough time, you can, um, you can do a, a couple of things really. But the biggest one for, for us in my industry is buying gift certificates. Um, so you know that you're going to need a massage, you know, once race season starts back up again, once everybody gets outside, when we're allowed to reopen. And, um, so just having a little bit of money coming in, even if it's not as much as, uh, as we would normally have can be really helpful. Cause we've still got, you know, all of us, all of the small businesses out there, we've still got our rent to pay and we have to, you know, we've, I've got a contract with my marketing team that I still have to pay and I've got to pay my electricity bill and my, um, you know, all of those insurances and, and all of that, that we still have to pay, but we have no money coming in. Right. I'm, I'm hoping this stimulus thing that the president is doing will help out a lot of small businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's what I was doing when, um, when you called was, um, filling out the paperwork for the, the small business loan applications. Great, great, great. Yeah, that's going to be a much needed. I have, I'm, I'm noticing people around me, including family members, friends that are being laid off at their regular, um, their jobs because they're, they're not, no, no customers. It's just the fact that people aren't, are in their houses right now and nobody's out and about spending money. Absolutely. In the house. Yeah, it's definitely uh, going to be a whole new world out there once everything opens back up. Yeah, that's why I'm just, thank God I have a outlet, at least a run and I can, I, I, I downloaded this app yesterday, literally it was yesterday. And I said, you know what, I want to, because I, I was just curious about different trails and I had just looked up trails and this app popped up and I Did you find all trails? And it, yeah, that's the one. Uh huh. It's wonderful. App ever. I love it. Oh my goodness! And I love how if you get off the line, you can see. Uh oh, I'm off the trail. I didn't, I didn't win on one of these sports in the road. It's really nice too the way they have the reviews set up, so you can see. Oh, this was a great trail for mountain biking, but the trail runners really didn't like it, or you know, it was a little more tough than people expected, or whatever. Right. Right. Hey, more heels. Yeah, definitely. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the one I did today, I kind of went the wrong way at first because I was making a video. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to keep going this way. And I ended up back on the um, red part that was the line telling you where to go. But it was it's cool with the GPS to see exactly where you're, you're at in the woods. And it's like, okay, I, I can do this. Yeah. Actually, I've been thinking that I need to pull that up. I'm supposed to do a 10-mile run today, and I don't really want to run around my neighborhood, so I've got to go find a 10-mile loop somewhere. Uh, uh, man, if you if you go to the Island Lake, there's a good spot. I went there. I'm sure Stony Creek probably got a bunch of trails, too. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, I I enjoy the trails because it's just it's anything can happen. Every time I go on the trail, something random happens. Like today, I was running in the trail, and all of a sudden, I hear all this noise next to me, and I look to the side, and it's this turkey. People don't realize how big a turkey is if you don't see one every day. They're it's huge. Like my body shut, 
outside and it's looking angry and mean. Probably had eggs or babies nearby, the little ones, and was just start rah, rah, and just <laughs> front of me about 35 miles an hour. This sucker was flying. I was like, goodness, I didn't know they could move that fast. <laughs> yeah, they're like, fast birds. Yeah, very fast. Like, I, I said, man, is this um, what's that? What's that? Um, that bird on that cartoon when we were growing up? Uh, uh foghorn, foghorn, uh, leghorn. Let's go, beep, 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 beep. Oh, the road runner, road runner, road runner. Yeah, I said, man, this sucker came past me like road runner. <laughs> Goodness, I was just waiting for that for the wild e coyote with the acne dynamite to show up. That's funny. <laughs> I um I typically run with my dog and I think that's my biggest fear is that we're going to come across an animal that's going to you know come at us instead of running away and she is just oh, going to go crazy. Oh lord. Yeah, that could be crazy. <laughs> Sometimes I run with a pocket knife because of that. It's like, dude, I be thinking it's weird when you get in that that dark spot in your head and you're in the woods by yourself and you like saying to yourself, man, it could be a coyote out here. And uh, you know it's not any bears this far <laughs> But that stupid thought pops in your head. Like, it man, does. What if I ran into a bear or I, all kind of crazy or snakes, you know, all kind of stuff you think about that you less likely is gonna gonna happen to you here in Southeast Michigan. I think about two weeks ago, I ran up in Utica. Um, I had, I think I had a six mile run. I was supposed to do six miles and I was running along the trail in Utica and there was nobody out. It was like right when they started closing things and asking people to, you know, stay home. So I was the only one on the trail and I got out maybe like I was going to do an out and back and I got maybe like two and a half miles into this run. And I started like panicking and I'm like, every sound was so scary and it got my dog with me. Right. So nobody's going to attack me or anything, but it was really windy. The trees were creaking and it was like (laughs) right at dusk and foggy and just so creepy. I turned around and ran back. I I skipped a whole mile of my run because I was so creeped out. I couldn't do it. I ain't mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a grown man and I'll be in the woods and I, I, when people, I can I can tell when certain people see me out there running, they kind of nervous. They don't know that half the time I'm nervous too. <laughs> you got to about know everybody in the area. Nobody's afraid of you. Oh man, I, it, it was kind of cool today. I ran. I I was wearing my my um, Traverse City Ironman um, jacket for for heat today. So. It was cool because I ran into another Iron Man past him up. He had his Iron Man hat on. So it was like, be safe. That's that's the new word. You know, instead of saying, hey, how you doing? Or good morning. The word the word today was be safe. Absolutely. Be healthy. Stay healthy. That's what yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I saw your hat this morning. It looked like you were accumulating frost. Oh, yeah. I saw that on the video. I said, oh, I had a little... Little frost going on. It yeah, it must so have been cold. chilly out. I walked outside this morning, bit bit my tongue. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this is going to be a cold run today. Uh-huh. Because yesterday was total opposite. It was, it was beautiful. Degrees. Goodness gracious. Went from 60-something to, what was it, 20? 
Yeah, welcome to Michigan. <laughs> it's crazy. But that's what that's what we do as runners, you know. But it was cool. I went past I was at Island Lake and in the summertime when I'm training for the Ironman, we we swim at Spring Mill Pond mm-hmm. over Island Lake. And today was kinda cool because I was running the blue trail. It's my first time really running the, most of the blue trail and I realized, oh, this goes right past the um lake right here that I swim at in the summertime. So it was interesting looking in the lake having that imagine that wow in a few months I'm gonna be swimming back. Oh, I can't wait till I get to start swimming outside again. Oh man, you and me both. <laughs> oh man, this this virus is just messing up everybody. It's like, dude, in the summer, please be going. I hope this thing is gone. I I would hate to be not being able to swim and do the things we ha- we we normally do in the summertime. Man, I hope so too. I guess the good news is that if we're outside, we're kind of still social distancing, right? We can uh, go be outside on our own. Yeah, no doubt. That's what I've been. That's what I've been doing. I, last week, I think was the last time I went to Ann Arbor with a few friends, and I think that was before they shut down the restaurant. And they, we went over to um, Zimmerman's, I think it's called. And Zingerman's, we, yeah. Oh, you know that spot. Okay. Of course. <laughs> so we went there and had those sandwiches there. I had like a pastrami sandwich there. and Yeah, they do a good the, job. And the potatoes, they had these nice, like, oh my goodness, those potatoes were so crunchy and good. They're like crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. Uh-huh. You know, they, they roast their roast own coffee, too. Um, oh. Zingerman's does. You can buy Zingerman's coffee. Yeah, I had... What? What is that called? I had the, ex- I think espresso. It was just a couple shots. Okay. In the bottom of a cup just to wake you up kind of deal. Sure. So I had that, which I wasn't expecting because I wanted a full cup and I didn't realize like, oh man, I ordered one of these doohickeys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we ate there and then that was like during the week, I said that's gonna probably be my last group run with a group of group of people right there. Well, hopefully, we can get back at that soon. Yeah, no doubt. It's just just want to get everybody back to work. A lot of people are missing out on work. Yeah, I've got some employees that are that are out because we're closed. I'm hoping we can open up just for to get them back to work. Right, right. I'm sure a lot of employers are thinking like that. It's just like for like for you being an employer, it's like, man, I got a lot of people I'm kind of responsible for that I'm that I want to see do good. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, but who knows? I, I I'm just hoping the stimulus be able to fill in the gap for everyone yeah me too i think it'll definitely make a difference at least i don't know if it'll solve all our problems but hopefully (laughs) keep some people running for a while you know yes yes well i really appreciate you have anything else you like to talk about erica um you know really i do just want to remind your listeners that um lack of movement 
causes a lot of discomfort, especially for people who are used to running a lot. And um, so just a reminder to get up and move. Um, it's what I've been telling all of my clients as well. You know, just even if you like, you know, you still have to work from home, like set yourself a timer so that you maybe work for 50 minutes and get up and walk around for 10 or, um, you know, do a workout. My husband and I just started what a 30 day workout challenge where we, you know, we started with four exercises. Like we're doing, what do we got? Squats and push ups and planks and I think leg raises. And, uh, we're adding something to that every day. Um, I think yesterday we added Superman's, um, I, you know, things like that. So, you know, just remember to, to keep moving, even though you're stuck in a, you know, in your houses or your apartments or, or whatever it is, keep your bodies moving and that'll help decrease the stress. It'll help, um, it'll help decrease any pain that you're having. And, um, and if you've got self-massage tools, like those things can help as well, you know, get out your foam roller and, and lay it on the floor. Maybe do like pick a body part every day. So do your calves today and your quads tomorrow and your hamstrings the next day, just to, just to keep things moving and, and keep yourselves out of pain and help decrease the stress. Having something to do physically seems to help a lot. Circulation. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. I'm going to start practicing that myself. I need to, this is a perfect time for those that are not stretching a lot to start stretching. Yes, absolutely. Um, But I will put a caveat in there, which is remember to warm up before you stretch. Um, So don't stretch cold. So even if it's, you know, do 20 jumping jacks, just get your blood pumping a little bit um, before you stretch so that you don't hurt your muscles. That's a real good nugget. I like that. Warm up before you stretch. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and you know, I realized that a lot of our races have been canceled. Um, I think I was supposed to, supposed to run a half marathon next weekend. But Rock oh, CF wow. was coming yes, up. Yes, you know what? Me too. I'm supposed to r- run Rock CF. I'm upset about that. Yeah, I'm but. Looking- forward to that you know even though our races have been canceled like keep keep following that training plan get out and get up and move and and just do whatever you can to keep yourself from from sitting on the couch for the next you know 10 days or whatever it is that we're stuck in our houses absolutely i'm gonna do a virtual rock cf next weekend i think i'm going to as well i haven't decided where i'll where i'll run but i've got to find a spot to go get my half marathon in yeah, I'm thinking Belle Isle. Thinking a couple of times around Belle Isle myself. Oh yeah, that's about six miles. We could do Stony Creek too. I actually really like that Riverbends Park in Utica. There's a nice big hill there that, you know, is all sorts of fun to run down. At least maybe not running up it, but <laughs> running down it is good. Right, Riverbends Park. Mm-hmm. Is that do, do you guys that goes through? Does that go through that tunnel? near the police station yeah yep I usually actually I usually park at the police station um there's a public parking lot behind the police station and then run through that tunnel and up into the into the woods there yeah I I love that that's awesome I did I did literally I think my first or second episode of running the dream while I was running going through there with black men run Ah, that's a, it's a really good spot. It's a really nice run. I did, uh, let me think I did eight miles out there last week. So I think it's long enough to get in 13. 
Okay. I'm going to have to bring up my my new app and see what I can figure out over there. <laughs> Absolutely. They've got, uh, if you like trail running, they've got trails and paved paths, uh, both at that park. Right. Okay, cool, cool. I'm definitely going to have to check into that because I want to do all that this summer. I want to do so many different trails. I just want to go drive somewhere and just go into trails. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Get your exploration on. It's, it's only fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show today, Erica. I really appreciate you and um, giving our listening audience all this wisdom and knowledge that you have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was wonderful to talk to you, Lucire. Thank you so much for having me on. And you have a blessed and prosperous weekend because the weekend is still young. Absolutely. And, uh, and, you know, stay healthy since it's the new mantra of the world. Yes, the new mantra. Everybody stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And you all, listeners, you all be blessed and prosperous. And remember that God loves you, and I do too. <laughs>